0: Hi guys hello what's up not much yeah recording a podcast what's up with you new phone who's this <laughs> you guys hold on let me stop just... making noise with the thing i'm not i'm just getting my sour patch i'm hungry jesus oh, okay oh uh... hi guys hi this is very hungry Possibly pregnant with Tom Hiddleston's child, Stephanie. Mm hmm. She finally made it, guys. Finally made mm-hmm. it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. This is what I've been working for for the past. How long have I known Tom Hiddleston for? For the past 10 years. <laughs> 10 years? Nine years. I don't know. You've known him for that long? That's a yeah, good relationship. Yeah, we've been dating for a while since I was in high school. Yeah. Mm hmm. But it had to be like low key. No, no pun intended. Because, you know, low key. <laughs> low key. Oh my God, get out. <laughs> <of here>. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to Suspiria. <laughs> uh, a true crime podcast. I'm That's Stephanie. weird. I don't like it. <laughs> welcome to Suspiria, a true crime podcast. I am Stephanie. And I'm Carol. And today, yeah, today we have another. Nice story. Um, this is like we did a few episodes ago, like a true a uh, uh, two-parter part two-parter where we have two separate crimes that are connected. So it's not like you're gonna get to hear the beginning of the story and then the end of the story next week. No, this is beginning, middle, and end. But uh, next week's story is connected to this one somehow. Hmm. How? intriguing well you're going to have to listen to both episodes find yeah it? so i mean initially i was just intending to like cover case number two but if i did that i would have to like resume all this into like a footnote and i was like this is just too interesting for me to just ignore you know mm-hmm. what i mean and i can't just like you know ignore all that so I just make it two parts you know it's an interesting story like whatever why not yeah exactly why not so this is a historical figure who has been very mythicized and it's almost like a more the more legend than a real person but she was a real person and when i first started researching i was like it can't be that bad you know she was probably just a very powerful woman and that scares people you know and but she was actually a bad (laughs) a bad person (laughs) So, yeah, that was good find out, you know, I guess, because it's unbiased i guess. I don't know, so, yeah, so just a heads up, like there's I try to be like as factual as possible, like what historians actually say about this person, but uh, we can't expect that portion of that uh, portions of the story are mystified and like exaggerated, romanticized, that kind of thing. But there is a lot of evidence, you know, like when it it's something that I don't think actually happened or if if I read it somewhere that was like, well, it is said that this I read it down as it is said that this, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's if it's 100 percent true for sure, you're going to notice if it's not, you're going to notice. So just stick with a grain of salt. okay? but it didn't make anything up. All right. I never do. <laughs> Anyways. That is a lie. She made up her whole entire life history. <laughs> I guess. So Her name is not Carol. Her name <laughs> is actually Megan. I am and not Brazilian at all. This yeah. is a fake accent I do. She is yeah. from Arizona. Uh huh. And she goes to ASU. So I like am actually really interested in like historical figures and historical murders like if it if if they were like murdered or murderers, you know, and I mean, I always try to add those to our list We've done like a few um but not like this to this level, you know what I mean, like really old kind of thing. And I have actually a few ones lined up for the future. One from Colombia that I'm paying special attention to and I don't want to botch. So I've been researching it for like forever now. And one from Brazil slash United States. So yeah, I wonder who, who, what am I talking about anyways? So yeah, we can all get excited. So also, just before we dive in, a reminder that we are, as of today, we are on episode 45. That means, Steph, that means we're five episodes away from my big case. Yay! So, yeah, I am, I almost don't want to do it. I don't want to rip the band-aid off, but I'm going to do it because I will literally smack you. (laughs) I've been talking about it for so long. I will literally, like, I will mess you up. (laughs) so yeah i mean i'm excited let me see i'm gonna no actually i think i think we've done my big case um no there's a big one that i i just Mm -hmm. looked at the list because we have a list guys yeah and i my dumb ass forgot to do a big one so i think that's gonna be my big case but like i think my other Big case mm-hmm. was Karangiru because like that's Karenjiru. one of my my yeah. favorite cases ever. But now that I'm looking mm-hmm. at the list, I see that I'm a dumbass. So yeah, no, I had a lot of kids that I really wanted to cover, and some other ones <gasps> that I'm like super excited. But Choo. this is not my big one. <laughs> what? <laughs> I found another one. <laughs> that's a big one. Uh, you know what? I'm just gonna shut the fuck up. I'm yeah. just gonna just I'm like, just, like look at the list. Like I like I'm all of these. I'm yes. like, oh my god! All of <laughs> these? Are you kidding me? I'm so mad at myself right now. This is why we have an idea list, because... An idea list that I never look at. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I literally, like... Let me tell you guys. Whenever I have to look up something, I don't even think to go to the list. I'm just like, okay, let me go search my fucking fucked up brain and type, type, type. And now... i need to start looking i'm gonna, you know what Mm -hmm. i'm gonna do i'm gonna print out this list tomorrow at work i'm gonna print it out and highlight my my cases (laughs) all of them i'm Mm -hmm. mad at myself now so (laughs) anyways what are we talking about today
1: okay
0: you have to say like you're watching ruby do you guys remember that telenovela ruby. I, ruby no my uh co-worker was telling me that um there's a new show on netflix i'm gonna ask him the name of it uh, his girlfriend they're both white his girlfriend is like really into it but it's all in spanish and he's like it looks like a telenovela and i'm like i need the name of that because my sister is really mm-hmm. into like dramas and stuff she there's just a found few out, telenovelas on netflix Really? No, she just, my sister just found out about The Vampire Diaries, which Mm. I read when I was in high school, Mm -hmm. and she's like, oh my god, The Vampire Diaries is so cool. I'm like, you are 30 years old. (laughs) Anyways, today we're talking about La Quintarala, who is a very popular historical figure. I mean, popular mean like a, a popular villain in Chilean history. So, yeah. I like covering Chile, you guys. I'm sorry, but yeah, it's not like I favor some countries, okay? But this one's been a little. She totally full. does. No, I don't. Shut up. Okay, so next, both next ones are Chile, okay? So, Midori, if you're still listening to us, this is for you, I guess. I don't know. Anyways, anyways, go to listen to our the first international one we did was in Chile, right? El Tila. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh my God, so many memories. Okay. So, her name was Catalina de los Rios y Lisperger. She was born in October of 1604, that's the 1600s, in Santiago de Chile. And she was the daughter of a noble couple, Gonzalo de los, de los Rios y Encio, and Catalina Lisperger Flores. Uh, she was uh, of native Spanish and German origins. So, yeah. Uh, at that point in history... Chile was still a Spanish colony and remained so until 1818. So we're like deep in colonial times. Like Chile just became a thing. It's, it's not, uh, you know, foreign to story at all. So Catalina's fa- father was Spanish. He had several parallel careers and is exactly what we think of when we think of rich colonial noblemen. He was a general for the Royal Army and he was the mayor of Santiago three times in 1611, 1614 and 1619. So that's probably not a democratic process, right? So it's mm-hmm. fair to assume that he was very very well connected. And the whole family is like they have several people like the Lispegers and the the um Oh my god, what's the the other name? The from both side, the Lispegers and the the they're both Families are always, like, holding public office. And that's relevant for later. Because, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, he was a politician and everything. And he was also a big landowner. Uh, he had sugarcane plantations and fruit and vineyard plantations also. You probably already made a connection. But, yeah, he didn't only own land. He owned people. He was a slave owner. So, that's always nice to have in your family, right? Mm. Mm -hmm. one of his properties was a farm in valparaíso which is close to santiago uh the name of the property is el ingenio and that will be very relevant to catalina's chronology later on so now mom catalina's mom was a whole nother thing her side was descendant of uh, inca royalty actually so her mom was a cherokee princess somehow Wow. So that's yeah. So it's. I mean, we're talking about like the richest family in Chile at the time. You know, it's not just rich people. It's like the super the rich. richest. Yeah, and so ha- known as people, I would like to be relatives <laughs> of. <laughs> Maybe not those guys though. No, I'm, t- I'm actually fine with that, <laughs> as long as like the money is flowing in, I can accept <gasps> it. Yeah. So, uh, the woman of the Dispagan family had alleged connections to witchcraft. Maybe that's racism. Maybe it's just, you know, anyways. Or maybe they're just, like, sexist and they don't like to see powerful women. Because exactly. isn't that how it was before? Like, midwives were considered witches because yeah. they weren't supposed to yeah. know how to, like, help a woman give birth mm-hmm. as well as a doctor. Yeah. They're mixing some herbs, which... yeah. So, uh her family though, they had the connections to witchcraft and her sister tried to po- poison the governor, a uh, a governor called Alonso de Ribera and she was charged with murder and sent to Peru as a punishment. I'm tired of Peru being such a bad country in the show. Yeah, like yeah. what the heck is up with that? I know a lot of very nice my exactly. Spanish teacher in high school, he was a uh, Peruvian. Mr. Mm-hmm. Escobar, which yeah. is, like, funny, very, very f- stereotypical Spanish person name. Yeah. But he was super nice, so. Yeah, I, I was just in Peru. My experience was great there. The hour that I had spent in Peru, anyways. So, back to her subject. Uh, Catalina had a nickname, La Quintrada, because she had flaming red hair, similar to Quintrada fa- flowers. So that's where that comes from. It's like a little branch with like tiny uh, red flowers. It's a native plant of Chile. So it's nice. So uh, the the diminutive of Catalina would be Catralla or Catalita. And so you add that to Quintral, and then you get Quintrala. Isn't that nice? That's a nice you theory. Know. Yeah. The other possibility that as to why she has that name is because she allegedly whipped her slaves with Quintral branches. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like the hair theory is really... It's uh, more it's plausible. Strong, yeah, but the the beating slaves is not a stretch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she was tall, pale, with red hair and green eyes. She was a standard definition of beauty for that time. And that, yeah, that was... I mean, it got people in trouble. Not her, but it got people in trouble. So, yeah. Yes. So, um, <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> so when Ca- I almost read that in English, when Catalina, Catalina, because I was going to say Catalina, um, was just a teenager in 1622, she claimed her first victim, her own father. Haven't we all been there, no. Um, Gonzalo. Just kidding, I love my dad. Dad, if you're listening to this, you're not. You don't even know what a podcast is, but yeah. I love you. Um, there's a very strong p- probability that she uh, poisoned his chicken. Ooh, poisoning. <laughs> her aunt reported a crime to the authorities, but nothing really happened. After her dad died, her grandma, Agueda, Agueda, Agüeda. Agueda, um, mm-hmm. became her care became her caregiver. And her first order of business, find a husband for Catalina. Cause you know, it's 1622. <laughs> you are She's already, 18 already. She's you, getting No, 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 no. You got your period at 10. You're getting married at 10 and a half. Um, <laughs> so yeah. In 1626, when uh, she was 22, she married Alonso Campofrio de Carvajal y Reberos. Ooh. Mm-hmm. He got a dowry of 45,349 pesos. Can you imagine if dowries were still a thing? I would never get married. My parents would be like, <laughs> fuck that. We'll just keep her. We'll feed her. It's fine. Um, we don't even know how to convert that to today's money, but it's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Like a lot uh alonso was a political figure in the santiago landscape and he would become the mayor shortly after they got married mm-hmm. it is sad that she never really loved him but she liked him enough he loved her and was aware of everything she did i feel like that's the case well not the part of him loving her but that's like the case with like every marriage before nineteen fifty five. Like the girl yeah. didn't really like him, but like your parents sort of made you do it. So mm-hmm. like did you really have another choice? Yeah, like what Not else really? are we gonna do, you know? Yeah, exactly. And you would be lucky if your husband didn't beat you and rape you. So Yeah. Which most of them did. Any fucking way. So about the marriage. There are two versions of uh one half story. We will tell both. So the priest who married the two was Pedro de Figueroa. The first story is that she tried to kill him because she resented him because he officiated a ceremony. Now, the second story is that she actually fell in love with a priest and was very persistent about pursuing something. She would harass him and all, but nothing happened. That second story sounds like something I would do. <laughs> when she I can to believe the second story. Because yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna say yeah, but Pedro, but Pedro the the priest he was had hot. one th- object that was like his, you know, and she would like get fixated on it. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. you were gonna say he was really hot because you no. remember that that I mean, there's there's a a painting of him, and he wasn't bad. I think for s- times, you know. But I feel like but, people back then, they were always painted as ugly. Have you seen, like, <laughs> pictures of royalty? Like, I'm sorry, I'm very into freaking uh, historical fiction shows. If you look mm-hmm. at a picture of, like, Louis Fourteenth, he was fugly. But the actors <laughs> who play him, mm, damn, they are, they are very... So I, I think... There must be something wrong with the artists who used to paint people back then where <laughs> they would see people as very ugly, but they were not that ugly. Anyway, I was going to say that this reminds me of that telenovela, Mulheres Apasionadas, mm-hmm. where the girl seduces the priest and then mm-hmm. she takes him away. Oh, excusa si ti amo. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I get sidetracked when I think about sinning a lot. Um... <laughs> When she was 23, she gave birth to her son, uh, Gonzalo, who died before he turned 10. Oh, mm-hmm. um, In 1624, she decided to take in a lover. Oh, lucky her. Wait, 1624? Didn't she marry 1626, Carol? I don't know. Nothing was in order. Okay, but anyway, she has a lover Okay, in 1624. Okay, so she she, she right. decided to take in a lover. Which, good for you. Like, that's the type mm-hmm. of person I aspire... No, I'm just kidding. I'm very faithful. Or am I? I may be lying. This oh, could all be a lie. Um, she invited a rich uh, Santiago man into her house, making her intentions clear in a love letter. Mm. Did she draw a penis and a vagina? And then the next picture... Well, she didn't know mm-hmm. how to write. So it was probably something oh, like that. yeah. Because back then, women were not allowed to be, like humans yeah i, I mean I, pro- just I, I honestly <laughs> picture her like walking up to someone with like a pen and a paper and it's like here write down yeah. what the fuck and that's it like I yeah think it was probably that or i mean i know that people used to like send letters like at that time they used to like cup uh pubes and send it like with letters and stuff that was a way to let people know kind of thing you ever heard of that So, I like to think that that is what happened. And I would like to think, I'm not even going to say it. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Anyway, she sent him a dick pic. Um, And then they probably had some food, watched a murder documentary on Netflix, because you know, 1624, Mm -hmm. Netflix was popping. then went back (laughs) to her chambers. The guy's probably very excited, but if only he knew that she was completely batshit crazy, even though she was beautiful. No, she's absolutely beautiful and completely bananas. Stick to the Completely <laughs> bananas and absolutely beautiful. Just you like, were, what's her name? You. Isn't that your no. description on Instagram? Didn't we settle this before? No, no, no. Oh, well, yes, me, but also the. The lady that kidnapped the baby. What's her name? Vilma. Vilma, yes. Yeah, so um, he wouldn't have let the night go on us. She embraced him and while he was in her arms, stabbed him to death. Goals. Nice. Just kidding. Police, if you're listening to this, this is all <laughs> a joke. This is satire. Uh, of course, she blamed a murder on a slave. Oh, okay. I was enjoying this until now. <laughs> Not yeah, like No, her this is anymore. there's nothing enjoyable about this. And then the slave would be publicly executed for the crime. So mm. yeah, blame it on the anyway. So another thing that allegedly happened was that a lover of Catarinas, Enrique Enriquez de Guzmán. That's a great name. Enrique Enriquez. Enrique. Enrique. It's like Luca Silva Silva. <laughs> Do you guys remember that <laughs> show? <laughs> <laughs> any Braz- <laughs> yeah. any Brazilians out there? Ah, Lucas, I I still like it. So, yeah, but Sylvie, Sil- Silva is Silva. It's like when you have two cousins, they're married, right? Yeah. I don't know, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, because then if your mom's name is Silva and your dad's name is also Silva, then you're Silva is Silva. I don't know. Is yeah? Sanjay's kid Lima and Lima? Because Sandra Lima, Lucas Lima. I don't fucking know. I'm just being silly right now. no. Wait, no, but I mean, mm, yeah, I mm. guess Lima and Silva is like big family names that everyone has, so you know. Okay, Carol, keep going. I'm sorry. Anyways, uh, another thing that I was curious is so Enrique Enriquez de Guzman did some things that she not appro- that she did not approve of. First, he refused to give her a cross in exchange for a kiss. How dare he! The nerve. Right, and then as if this wasn't enough already, he went to Pedro de Figueroa. Remember the priest from five minutes ago? The hot priest. Yeah, the hot priest, and said that he had taken advantage of a woman who was Liviana, referring to Catalina. <gasps> so Liviana, Rude. meaning light. So I don't know if she was saying if he was saying that she was skinny. If that's I an insult, I but really Liviana for me. Slut. Uh, yeah, if, she, if she's like frugal or something, I think. Yeah, he he badmouthed her to the priest, and anyways, she stabbed him because of that. I don't know if he died or not, but she, she he was stabbed because of that. How how dare you call me Liviana and just good yeah. for her? Good, yeah, I mean I think <laughs> a little extreme. <laughs> you didn't give me a cross. I wanted a necklace. Bam. No, Wait. good for her. You. You <laughs> keep bad, slut-shaming people around town. That's what you get. <laughs> yeah. So she had a date with a knight of Santiago at once, and she fucking killed him. Just like that. So as we said before, Catarina's family was of rich, noble landowners, and she logically became a heiress to her dad's farms after he died and after she probably reached a uh, legal age. I don't know. So she was the owner of plantations in Cuyo and other suburban properties in Santiago. So her official residence, although, becomes uh, El Ingenio, and w- which is a farm in Valparaiso, and uh, one of the farms that was one of the farms that she inher- inherited from her dad. She was very much in charge of business there when she moved in. So now she has a turf. She escalates. So she kills a slave. Ni, nyatukon hiton. Nyatukon hiton. with hiton. Nyatukon on Yeah. With no motive, no reason at all, and she leaves is... her his body out in the open for 2 weeks before burying him. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. What the fuck? Yeah, what the b- fuck, man? In 1633, Luis Vasquez, a priest, another, yeah. another priest. So this girl has, I'm glad she's not alive now. She would have probably stalked Padre Faber-Germain. <laughs> Padre Um, <laughs> uh, He tried to call her out on her bullshit and she tried to kill him. Because as you might have noticed, she does not like people mm-hmm. trying to tell her what to do or that she's wrong. Exactly. Catalina was so bad to her slaves and Chilinos, uh that they rebelled and fled to the fucking mountains, which is not something uncommon. Mm-hmm. But as things were back then, she had them legally brought back. Catalina would preside over their punishments with her jackass nephew, Heronimo. Isn't this the second Heronimo that we have that is a, an asshole? I feel like the last case we did... There was a Hieronimo too. Uh, maybe not the last case, but I think we definitely yeah, had a Yeah, no, Hieronimo. Angelica. Angelica, the guy who killed her, was a Heronimo Was he? Don't no, like it, it. Henado, yeah, it, was. it. No, it was a Hernando, wasn't it? No, it was Heronimo. I don't know. We've had <laughs> a Heronimo. There, there was a bad Heronimo. Yeah. In fact, Catalina had two hobbies, horseback riding and torturing her slaves and inquilinos. So, inquilinos were rural laborers that were not owned by the landowner. They were free, but they were miserable. So, it's like in the feudal times, yeah. right? Um, they would be allowed to live in the property in exchange for their work. Now, with Catalina, several of her inquilinos would just drop dead because mm-hmm. she was great. Yeah. She was known for being abusive, and even though there were various reports to the authorities, she would pay people off and use her connections to remain Mm unprosecuted. No surprise there, right? Yeah. However... However, in 1660, the royal audience started a secret investigation on her based on the tips of one bishop, Francisco Luis de Salcedo, a relative of the priest she had tried to Mm -hmm. kill. Joke's on you, bitch. (laughs) The judge in charge of her investigation, Francisco de Milan, moved Catalina out of El Ingenio and started interviewing the supposed victims. And after enough evidence was gathered, they finally arrest La Quintralla. Mm-hmm. Catalina has 40 murders. 40. 40, man. 4 zero, Officially attributed to her, keeping in mind that this is colonial times, and slave deaths don't count. Mm-hmm. So her numbers could be in the hundreds, realistically. And they probably are. Yeah. I mean, it's... It sucks that it like all the accounts there is that she's mean and she's cruel and abusive. But this could be like, uh, what's the name of that uh, New Orleans bitch? Oh, Madame Lalari. Yeah. I so wanted to go. I went to New Orleans, uh, last year on um, Labor Day. I wanted to go to her house, mm. um, for like a tour, but you can't even mm. go into the house. I was like, I'm not paying 50 bucks to walk around the street, I can do that for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's her like we have like accounts of what it was actually like what she actually did right with Catalina we don't really you know so you can only speculate and that's why I mean it's it's really mythicized also because we don't have specifics you know but I think also because uh, Madame Lalari um, is more recent yeah. I think it was in the 1800s yeah. so maybe that's also why yeah i mean so uh in 1654 her husband alonso dies making her even richer than she was before because now she owns all his land and all his business so we're talking we're really talking about one of the richest people in chile at the moment so, I don't know. that's kind of scandalous when you put it into perspective, that is someone that is known for being abusive and killing people, and it's like, "Oh yeah, if you are in, in Kilino and you move to Katarina's property, well, you're fucking dead, you know, And still, she is rich and she's getting away with it, and I don't know like it's so far removed from my reality, and let make it so like far back in time. But this is awful, man. But I feel like this is stuff that still happens. I oh, know, totally, man, totally. But I guess, uh, yeah, I mean. not Probably not in the same yeah. proportion, though. Mm-hmm. So, uh, by then, she's getting old, and she becomes increasingly religious as time passes. As it happens. Oh, what a right? shocker. Yeah, she lived right near a convent, and maybe those figures and ideas finally clicked with her. So, one predominant figure was Cristo de Mayo, who was, whose, but Pedro de Figueroa was the priest from back then. Oh. Yeah. So, Cristo de Mayo is a statue that, it's, it still exists to this day. You can, like, go and see Cristo de Mayo. So, it's a, it's a statue that she kept in her home i would not want to see yeah, that so now we're talking about very it's a very 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 uh lifelike statue of christ being crucified looking up and asking god asking god like why me kind of thing so it's an interesting piece of decor to have in your house i mean i guess when you're a person that actually likes torturing people that's the kind of decoration that you want on your dungeon you know Because it's not a nice sight. I mean, I get the whole religious thing, whatever, but, like, it's not something to hang up in your living room, you know what I mean? I'm gonna look it up right now. If I have so I'm gonna kill you. It's, like, it's a guy. It's a wooden statue, you know, those, um, it's, I mean, it's not the ugliest Jesus I've ever seen. Not ugliest, I mean, like, the the goriest. But he is... This looks like... Do you guys remember, if you watched (laughs) Chapolin Colorado? Uh... (laughs) There's oh an God. episode God. where there's like the Bigfoot or something. is is either Bigfoot or like, it's like something. But it looks just like, it looks just like that. <laughs> I would not want this anywhere near me. Kind of looks like someone. It other... does, Don Ramon. It looks like Don, a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, no, but Don Ramon played the Bigfoot in that episode. <laughs> oh, so, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm... Uh, yeah, what I like about Cristo de Mayo is how he has different skirts. Like every yeah. picture of his, he's wearing like a different skirt. I don't know, like who who changes his skirt? You know, someone going up there and like these are changing the real it. questions. Who changes the yeah, crystal this- skirts? Mm-hmm. If you know, please let us yes. know. Anyways, so. We know that La Quintrella is not very nice to men. We have established that. Naturally, she would have to find some beef with Jesus. Like, doesn't matter what, he, he, you know what I mean? He's a man in her house, and she has to find something to complain about. So, uh, when the statue gave her some side eye, some dirty looks, she snapped. She supposedly says, No quere mi casa, ombre que me ponga mal And so, she kicks the statue out of her wow. house. Wow. Because no man could give her that kind of look under her roof. Wow. Is this a mentally stable person or what? definitely cuckoo bananas. (laughs) Like, like definitely, like (laughs) something is seriously (laughs) wrong with this woman. And it's not even like, you know, Mona Lisa that you're looking like right (sighs) straight at like the person, you know what I mean? Like, the statues, literally looking up. I've always found Mona Lisa super creepy. Like, because yeah. she's so ugly, Mona Lisa. And, like, I don't know. There's something creepy about her. I have uh, Mona Lisa in my house. That's my kind of decoration, you know? It's a little better than having a tortured Christ on your wall, but... I mean... Anyways. Yeah. So, by 1665... She was old and she died. Good news. So that's the best way to that's the best way to put it. Uh her will stated that she wanted to do she wanted to have masses for her soul and her loved ones and as well for those who uh she was in charge of. Oh really? Aren't you so So yeah, so that's great and loving Jesus. That's kind of redemptive, but not really, you know. So, yeah, she also donated a bunch of money for the conservation of Cristo de Mayo. And, I mean, her will is 12 pages long. And the highlight of it is her asking for the San Agustin convent, she's the convent near her house, to hold a thousand masses in her honor. Just for her, a thousand masses. Do people think that so, other people don't have lives? Like, you'd be lucky <laughs> if I held a half a mass for you, let alone a thousand. Yeah. I mean, most sources say that she asked for 20,000 masses. But I read the Testament with my own eyes, and it says 1,000. So, I don't know if they just decided to make it an even 20,000 wait, instead wait, of Wait, wait. One. you read her will, you know? but she didn't know how to write. So, was it all like circles, like the Zodiac letters? <laughs> <laughs> Serious question, though. No, she got someone else to Serious her. question. Was it all like circles <laughs> and like it. crosses <laughs> or... <laughs> like, let's take figures. Like, this is me, exactly. Katarina. And you. Yeah. Uh, no, no, she, it's it's all um, a scribe. Okay. Yeah. So, why are we still talking about La uh, Quintralla? Because she's a bitch um i mean years later i mean so why is she still alive in chilean culture okay so there is the morbid factor for sure that you know captivates people's interest Mm -hmm. because it's a serial killer in colonial times that is a woman you know that's kind of it's interesting it just is so I mean, she's pretty much the opposite of what women are supposed to be like back then. So she's bossy, she's cruel, she has a ton of agency. It's bad agency, but she has agency of her own. So, I mean, that's why I think when I started researching this, I was like, she just can't be that bad, you know? Like, maybe she was, like, authoritarian and, like, bossy and stuff, and people made up a lot of shit about her. But she is actually a convicted murderer, you know? She never went to jail for it because of her connections, but you know it's all true like she i mean I think most of it is true like the the bad things it's which leaves a lot of room for speculation like why was she, why was she the way she was? you know, maybe she was just evil, just like yeah, naturally evil, yeah, so something else people pay attention to is her redemption. How she lived a whole life of awfulness, but she still kind of redempted herself uh, at the last minute. But, I mean, because she not only distributed her wealth to her family, but also to the church. She donated a lot of money and that kind of thing to the church. So, yeah. People like to point at, point at it as, like, you know, you could be the most awful person, but if you have Jesus in your heart kind of thing, then you are redempted in this person was cured that kind of thing so this is part of the narrative that people like to point out and talk when they talk about like Entrada. So catarina would become the subject of books operas in an award-winning movie which looks really cool it's like one of those old movies from like the 50s mm-hmm. and i think it's on youtube I, ha- I didn't watch it i never watched like movies depicting murders and stuff before i um do, do the outlines because yeah, I don't want to be like mm-hmm. yeah but I mean it's, as far as I know like you know it's a romanticization of the like, Yep. it's kind of romanticized but um, I don't think it's too far from reality really I don't know so today La Quintrella is synonymous with domineering toxic and lethal women in Chilean culture so if you say someone is a Quintrala, you know what they're meaning you know so, that name would resurface with other famous murder case hundreds of years later. But that's for our next episode. Ha, 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 ha. Now you're going ha. to you're gonna have to wait. You're going to have to wait because we're not going to tell you. You're going to have to Mm-mm. come back here next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you Google like, La Quintrada, you're only going to get Catalina, so there's no way to find out. Ha, 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 ha. That's my evil laugh yeah. for you guys. So... What did you guys think of this case? I thought it was pretty fucked up. Mm-hmm. um it's I totally do wanna watch the movie though, yeah, the movie, like the aesthetic of it very pleasing, very pleasing. Mm-hmm. I don't know i wanna like I wanna get back into watching like investigation discovery. I just haven't mm-hmm. had time because 'cause I've been like, if you guys don't know guys i I've just been my life is sad a sad uh, pit of uh, studying and doing like non-fun things. But that is Mm -hmm. bound to end at least for a month until I start studying for the outside again. So I'm excited. Why? Why are you going to study for it again? Because I'm going to take it twice. So I'm going to take it next week, uh, which would be this week for you guys. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I'm taking it in October just in case. Mm -hmm. Awesome. No. I hope you do good. Hmm? I hope you do good. Me too. I just want to do well with things. I suck at taking tests, guys. I like standardized Mm -hmm. tests. Like, let me tell you, I took the LSAT, not the LSAT, the SAT twice. Mm -hmm. Both times I didn't study. (laughs) I took it once when I was in high school, and I Mm -hmm. took it the second time when I was in college. And I did worse in college, Mm -hmm. which doesn't make sense. But okay. Well, you're better than me. I didn't do the SAT, ACT, none of that. I mean, I took the FCAT because I had to, but that doesn't even exist anymore. So which one did you do? FCAT is the Florida one. I did the MCAT. You did the FCAT? No, the MCAT. No, I'm sorry. Not MCAT. MCAT. It's MCAS, not MCAT. I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I was like, why would you do the... uh, um. No, no, no. I did the MCAS, Not MCAT. MCAT is for med school. (laughs) I wish I could do that. Yeah. Stephanie is a doctor. She is 55. I am a OBGYN. If if you guys didn't know, that was... When I was little, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be an OBGYN or um, a contortionist. Or play the violin for a living. That's nice. What did you want to be when you were little? I wanted to be a marketing executive. Really? You knew what a marketing executive was when you were little? Yeah, because I did like a school project. No, but I'm talking about like little, no, little. like little, little. I did like a school project and my dad thought I was really creative, and then he was like, oh, you should get into advertising. And I said, uh-huh. And yeah, that was it. That was, the, that's how she decided her future profession, guys. Which, yeah, now I don't know if i I got into college for that, but I don't know if I'm gonna finish. I don't know what I'm gonna do. So yeah, don't stick with your childhood careers, even though they're very serious. No, but like, I would well, actually, so as I evolved, <laughs> Like a fucking Pokemon? Yeah. Yeah. After So this was before I started kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Once I got into school, I wanted to be a physical therapist for the longest time. I really wanted to be a physical mm-hmm. therapist. I don't know why. I don't know where did I get that idea from. But I wanted to be a physical therapist. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to be an ambassador. <laughs> an Ambassador. Ambassador. 'Cause I thought that I could like travel places. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, Oh no, I wanna be a psychiatrist and then I was like mm-hmm. I cannot stand the sight of blood. So how am I gonna go to med school? <laughs> so then I was like, uh, uh 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 and then I started seeing how um how shitty immigrants and people in mm-hmm. general and women are treated here and I decided mm-hmm. to go to law school to help people. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. Ay ay ay. I'm writing down the cases that I want to do. <laughs> we want to cl- we need to clean up our list though because there's like ton of a ton of them that we already did and we just kind of like No, I deleted the ones that we did as we were talking. Oh, okay. I was deleting. But I'm like trying mm-hmm. to write all of mine on a sticky note and I'm running out of space. Yeah. But um yeah guys. So we hope we you enjoy this. And send me candy and food. I'm hungry. And what else? 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 I don't know. Hang on. I should have written this on a regular size piece of paper. (laughs) Um, Oh, man. I'm tired. you guys oh hang on oh, organizing me shout shout let it all up these are the things i can do without come on i'm, talking, I'm talking, to you. talking to you come on all right so shout out this week i just had to shout out the city that we have most listeners, I think, we already shouted out that. So I'm changing my mind. Okay, let me see the first Latin country that I see. That's not Brazil. Argentina. No, Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. Hi, Mexico. How you doing? Hang on. No, I I want to choose like a specific city in Mexico. All right. So shout outs this week go to. Maritza, Teresa, Jacquelini, and our listeners in Mexico City. Hey guys! Hello. How yeah. are you? Mm-hmm. Uh, hello. Hello. That was the weirdest hello I've ever said. Yeah, I'm sorry guys. Um, uh, but thank you for listening to us. We appreciate mm-hmm. you. We see you. Yeah, we see you. We think about you. We dream about you. We think you. about you all the time. Um <laughs> I was about no never mind okay 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 that was a good one I think okay guys yeah alright goodbye the, aren't you gonna say your end of the world actually yes sorry I hope you guys have a good end of the world ciao ciao <laughs> thank you for listening to another episode of Susperia, a true crime podcast if you are a creep and enjoy listening to all of that horrible information, please check out our previous episodes and write us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And also, follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram as Susperia Podcast. Facebook is also Susperia Podcast. If you want to follow Carol, you can follow her at Susperia Carol. And you can follow me at eu.steph. Note, none of us post anything interesting. We do, actually. If you have any case suggestions, feel free to drop them over at superiorpodcast.gmail.com at gmail.com. Or if you want to be part of this podcast, you can also email us. We promise we won't bite. Ciao! Ciao.